Hello and welcome to a new episode of Pat's Chat. Today I have a great guest with me, Anusha Safira. Uh, good morning, Anusha. How are you doing today? Good morning. I'm good. I'm good. Been <laughs> awake this morning waiting for your interview session. <laughs> awesome. Well prepared. You're the founder and yes. business owner yes. at Mine. Uh, we come back to that a little bit later. Fashion and uh, marketing is your main topics. Um, we just discussed about that. You grew up and you're currently in Ipoh, the beautiful yes. Ipoh in Malaysia. Um, I know, Ipoh Mali. <laughs> <laughs> Hope I can come back soon for the great yeah. food you have over there. Um, you yeah. studied fashion and retail. Um, like, is that a girl's dream, like to do with fashion or what was your idea? Well, I don't know whether you would call it a dream, um, but I've always enjoyed drawing, you know, I've, um, I think one of the things, my, my mom is basically a, a businesswoman, so she had to take care of all of us at the same time, run her own business, be a mom and, you know, be a wife and whatnot. So her thing was, she's just every, each and every of us had a pack. Uh, so she'll pack this papers, crayons and stuff. And she doesn't believe in playing games. So so I would always have a lot of pen and paper and I was always sketching. And I never had like, you know, motion sickness. So I couldn't even draw in the car and stuff like that. So it was something that I enjoyed doing. Um, I doodle a lot. So uh, then my mom realized that I have a knack for it. So then she sent me to art class and I started learning how to draw human figures and stuff like that. And eventually when I grew older, I actually enjoyed fashion solely because of my, my mom also. Um, and then, yeah, so, so one day I just told my mom, I, I, I want to, okay, on, honestly, my dad said I, he, every day, because my dad has this thing I, and, I, and I love it because it kind of makes sense. I'm not too sure. I'll let you know one day. I don't know. Um, is that he prays for all of us every single day. He said, when you pray, you have to pray loud, you see, because the Lord is really busy and he can't hear you if you pray in silence. So when he okay, prays, yeah. the whole house can hear yeah. him pray. And, you know, we all know what he wants. And when he prays for us and our future and for our well-being, so I pray for all my seven children to become doctors, 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 doctors. So one by one, we seem to fail him until my youngest brother, he ended up being a doctor. One by one, we all decided architect, graphic designer. And then he came to me and I'm like, oh, okay, I said, I'll be a doctor. Sure, sure, sure. Let's, I'll be a doctor. I said, okay, then I want to be a vet. He's like, what? You want to be a vet? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> how, so many, then, how many siblings you got there's seven of us oh seven it's a huge family uh, yeah <laughs> it's really fun it's uh, so it's it's really really fun i i have like a, a brothers elder brothers elder sisters so i'm the one in the middle you know so it's just nice in the middle. okay not yeah. too bad so, yeah. so, so he didn't allow me to be a vet he said no 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 i don't want you to be a vet so then my mom asked okay then next option is fashion designer my mom was like you're gonna be a fashion designer that is and there's a chinese say it's it called lang pun so it means like it's a cold dish how are you gonna make money you know you can't be drawing and make money and so she insisted that if you're gonna do a fashion course you have to learn the business side of it so when we when I enrolled into Limcott Wings, so we learned the fashion and retail side of business. So, okay. Yeah. Interesting. It was interesting. I want to mention that, like for those wondering, you told me before you're Chindian. Um, yes, for those yes. outside Malaysia, this is not a racist uh, term or something like that. No, it's not. <laughs> I have to clarify <laughs> that. Um, it's just like that uh, you're uh, mixed. Um, uh, yeah, mixed Chinese here, right? and Indian. Yeah, uh, Chinese yes. and Indian. Your, your mother is Chinese. Your uh, father is Indian. My dad's Indian. Yeah. 
yeah, yes. Yeah. What is it? I mean, if I can ask you that, what is it that you take as a, a positive um, um, outcome from growing up like with with mixed parents? Because it's not. I, I mean, in Malaysia, it's not like the. You, you don't see it so often, let me say like this, right? But yeah. uh, anything that you can take from this, like, oh, that, that is so great to, to grow up in that uh, mixed uh, family. Oh, I, I mean, to be honest, I think I was one of the, I mean, when, during my time, I mean, right now, I think it's a little bit more common. When, but uh, when I was in school, uh, there's not many of us that's mixed. Um, and, and it was, it was, it was, I, I'm gonna go back to saying it's all because of my mom. Um, it was a little bit tough because um, you were different, and uh, even though I'm half Chinese, half Indian, I speak Chinese better than Tamil. I can only order Tamil to save to eat. Okay. I can tell the <laughs> what I want to eat. It's good you know? enough. Yeah, it's good and I said to don't survive, want sugar. Right? So I can, I, yeah. So, so I was always very proud, and you know, I, I am proud when I can order in Tamil. So and then my <laughs> husband just shook. He said, "I don't know." <laughs> yeah so um and my husband is indian yeah oh, so okay, and he good. speaks and write in he can speak and write in tamil so he's really good so i'm hoping he can pass on that knowledge to my son because uh, i think nowadays people don't write in tamil anymore mm -hmm. um yeah. yeah so uh yeah so so yeah going back to me with mixed special it's a little bit tough and also um i have such a big forehead if you notice so <laughs> So then that, at that time, there was this trend to rare fish they call flower horn. So that, that fish has really huge forehead. So my nickname is flower horn. And my hair, because my mom didn't know how to match, I actually have frizzy hair. Mm -hmm. So it looked like, you know, if you know Saik Baba or Afro. So I had like an Afro. And I was in an all-girls school. So that was not pretty. <laughs> that was not a good thing. And my mom did her best <laughs> to try to manage my hair. And she was like, you know what, I, 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 I'm done. Let, let it go free. And then, you know, so I, I would get bullied. And, and, um, and I would come home and tell my mom about it. And she was like, you know, instead of making me feel good about myself, my mom was like, look, uh, you were born normal. You know, there's nothing bad. There's nothing abnormal about you. So you can't be fretting about hair and stuff like that you know children so she went on logic she, was, she didn't go like Adam like no it's okay you're really beautiful you're the most beautiful girl in the whole world she never went like that she went on logic she's like we don't grumble about all these things your hair is fine you'll grow when you grow you'll find your style you'll figure out how to deal with it okay I'm a Chinese mom who had a lot of things to do and I can't be really concerned about how to manage your hair okay I just know how to tie into a ponytail that's it <laughs> so so she may say you you want to you need to learn to like yourself you know you no, you don't need someone to validate on you know who you should be and that was her basically her take on how we should and I guess that really gave me I so I had to figure out I had to pretty much look at the mirror and figure out why I like myself first so if anybody <laughs> so if anybody comes back and say bad things about me I'm like nah you're just jealous you can't get this hair your hair is straight <laughs> so I just went on that mode <laughs> and that's how I survived high school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean I think children 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 are innocent, you know, but they are also mm. very because they're so straightforward with their words and their thoughts, right? I, I truly don't think they mean harm, but when you're younger and especially when you have no self-confidence, it, it does take a toll on you. Mm -hmm. So it's good to mm -hmm. 
it's good. I mean, I I will say this again. My mom didn't um didn't enable us to feel like you know we are any less. So so I think that really helped with my self confidence when I was a lot younger. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I yeah. see. I see. Not easy. I I understand. But uh, well, you made your path. You uh, went on to working as a as a designer. I think shoes yeah. first. Uh, la yes, fashion yes. I was. And yeah. I, uh, I, st uh, I started to. I started uh, working in um, a shoe shop and, you know, I learned a thing or two from the owner and then eventually I went into the fashion, into British India and then just retail, 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 so forth. A retail, yeah. yeah, a lot of retail. So you did design yes. uh, in, in that area, but uh, then you made a, a change. Uh, I think that was uh, when uh, uh, the Grand Millennium Hotel uh, and Kale called you yes. and uh, you, you made really change from like being designer to uh, mm. to marketing. Um, I how, know. how did that uh, work out? I mean, how, marketing was obviously all something that you were interested in but how how would you decide like to make that that drastic change right I'm, i mean i i would always say like what we discussed earlier right i always say i'm very lucky at different stages in my life when i when i was telling you i was getting a little bit restless and a little bit bored <laughs> um then uh you know um the director of marketing noticed uh, my capabilities and he actually spoke to me and said, hey, you know, do you want to switch? Because, you know, that's one of the great things about working in hotel. We can switch to different departments and I feel your talent is wasted within this department. So do you want to try it out? And and like like uh, like I told you, you know, I said, when you work in PR and marketing, the people you meet become your friends forever, you know? So I was like, oh, why not? And I was young. So I was like, okay, let's try it out. And, and then he again hinted like my mom, you know, you can design anytime, right? If you have a talent, you can design anytime. But, you know, marketing and PR is something you build. Then I'm like, oh, all right. So so that's actually, I, I again thank him because whoever I've met during that time in the hotel, we have been friends until now. And to be honest, I think just a few days ago, I just reconnected with someone then. Like, we were just talking about the old days and about, you know, what we liked and how we connect, <laughs> uh, why we were so close back then. And it was weird. I haven't talked to her for many years and, it felt like we stopped there and put a full stop there and then reconnected again. So, yeah, I mean, what he said, I, I'm very thankful for him to pull me into his department and learn everything for him. So, yeah. Okay, awesome. Interesting uh, to see that. And uh, you continued your uh, journey as a peer manager. Um, you changed to a new body. It's a yes. Malaysian, a very popular Malaysian lingerie um, uh, store, I would say, or a company. Oh. Um, you changed somewhere in what? 2014 something like that 2013 um, yeah oh yeah okay good um uh and what what is uh, what is especially interesting there is like that you have run quite a lot of um um csr projects uh social responsibility the projects which i i found it was uh, worth mentioning we can talk a little bit about that um well it's about the uh, uh, brass um of course hmm. because it's uh, related to that <laughs> company. company uh yeah yes. and uh well, we can still talk about it um uh old brass for cash was one of the initiative that you were running um yes. especially to um uh to to uh, get your awareness for breast cancer right um yes. uh, together with uh, it's a collaboration of the breast cancer women awareness society i hope i got that yes. right but, breast um, cancer welfare association 
Okay, <laughs> maybe you can uh, let us a little bit know a little bit more about that initiative and um, what it was about, and also how you came up with that initiative. Um, because I, I really think we should spend some time talking about that topic. Well, I mean, I mean, uh, after moving from Grand Millennium to New Body, actually, um, that again, I would say this. Uh, it's again the one of those things when everything is aligned, and uh, yeah. So um, I actually invited. A new body, the brand, to be a part of one of the projects in Grand Millennium at that time, and so obviously I had I was really lucky. The person I wanted to meet was also the founder of the company, and we clicked instantly. And she basically told me, "If you ever want to jump ship, please, there's a place for you in my company." So that's what happened. So when I decided to jump ship, I straight away called her. I'm like, "So is it still available?" <laughs> you know. <laughs> And yeah, so then I've been in the company ever since uh, five five years. And after that, I just decided to start money by myself. So one of the great things about working with Newbody was I had the privilege to work directly with the founder. So she was literally just beside me, like we had a glass wall, and she would mm -hmm. just knock on the glass one, knock, 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 knock. Okay, Alicia, come over. I need to speak to you. You know, so it was literally like that. I, I really loved the working environment. It was really great for me to try on all my creative uh, process uh, any new marketing strategy I could bounce it off with her and she, if she gives me the green light we go ahead with it so one of the things that we decided to do is as as um, as a homegrown brand so new body is a homegrown brand but we obviously benchmark ourselves against international brand because you want mm -hmm. to grow right so one of the things we brought up was uh, it would be good if the company can be more conscious uh, uh, so uh, socially conscious so we proposed to start a CSR project by ourselves because I couldn't find any other CSR program that would work well with the brand and we said, oh, why don't we just start ourselves? You know, we were so green then mm -hmm. when we started yeah. it and, and so, <laughs> so passionate. I, I, I would never forget just working with my team, just figuring out how to get it done and each of us are scratching off names for collaborators one by one. We were denied and denied until we had you know, Breast Cancer Welfare Association and we have been, um, you know, when I was with New Body then, we have been with them until five years uh, moving forward. I'm not too sure what the company has done thus far. I do know the campaign is still being run, but probably now they have different um, partners. Um, but one of my proudest moments with the company was by the end of my term with the company, um, we were very proud to say that no bars go to waste, meaning none of the bars that goes through New Body ever see the daylight of a landfill. So mm -hmm. we have actually two bins when we start the campaigns in, our, in all the retail stores, uh, whereby one bin will be for the recycling and one bin will to be refurbished and re re sewn or laundered. So it will be sent over to um, a countries that has, um, who has a bigger uh, secondhand market, you know, that needs all these uh, items. And, uh, and one of the great things then um, for us was it was really amazing that bras in these countries were luxury so anyone who runs a second-hand market uh, a second-hand store even within the market they make five times the income by selling a piece of bra rather than selling a piece of shoe or, or, or shirt so obviously it would be a lot more easier for this uh, uh, and we were working with a lot of single moms back then so it was a lot easier for her to actually make yeah. fast money and then you know close the shop and go home and you know we assume that second-hand market is like our market here where it's nice and sheltered <laughs> some of these moms stand under hot 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 mm. sun every single day mm, yeah, so yeah. and uh, so that was the great thing um so by the fifth year 
we also we had PCWS at our partners, we had other sponsors um, who were supporting the campaign, and also we had a very good strategic partner where it came to recycling. We had Lifeline Clothing, it's a textile factory in Portland. Um, it's an Australian based company, but it, it's a, they have a, a factory in Portland. So, what happened is um, those bras that could not be saved will be sent to them and they recycle it and um, make it into fuel to generate factories, power factories. So, mm -hmm. so we know for sure none of these brass that goes through the uh, body will ever see the yeah. daylight of any landfill. So that is something that we were really proud of. Yeah, that was our awesome. fifth year in the nice. campaign. That nice. was our milestone. Yeah, so okay. for me, uh, it was really a proud thing for us. Yeah. You, you said most yeah. of these secondhand bras will go to like uh, Myanmar, was that correct? Or? Yeah, they, we went to Laos, went to Thailand, I went to Nepal. Yeah. Um, oh, Thailand, Nepal at the time. Yeah, these few countries. Yeah, okay. Yeah. The, the initiative still existing. I mean, people can still yes, donate uh, or yes, give back uh, their bras that they yes, don't they use do. anymore. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yes, yes. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. Maybe uh, later you uh, you let me know how how to do that or where to do that. I can put it in the in the um, uh, video also so people uh, know about it. And uh, again, as yeah. you said, uh, don't waste any bras because yeah. I mean, so I think right now because you know on the pandemic, I, I'm sure the stores are not open. But yeah. um, I do know they are very active online. So if you would like to donate, you can just connect with them and they will be able to you know assist you and tell you where to send Great. the items. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Beautiful. Yeah. I, I know, again, you do a lot in this uh, area, um, uh, a lot of uh, voluntary work um, for these mm. organizations. Um, but besides that, you mentioned it before, you started to create your own uh, businesses. Uh, yes. <laughs> fashion, I always have to be uh, careful because interestingly, it has like this two uh accents, accents. On the, yeah on, on on the name uh maybe what is what is the background of that and how do well, I, I pronounce mean, this name correctly okay <laughs> so i mean you know when you start a company and you start your own company you always want it to be to resemble you and you know obviously uh, i'm because i'm also a certified image consultant right so you know i always practice color psychology and i've always loved purple color so and purple always make, makes me happy and calm. So if you want to make me instantly happy, just send me something purple, but just not a purple teddy bear, please. Not a purple teddy bear. I saw one Anything video purple. you had purple hair. Ah, yes. <laughs> that, was, that was my proudest moment. And my sister, my younger sister, she was like, you look like Barney. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay I sorry so interrupted happy. i just i just had that yeah, in no. mind. Like, so uh, okay. i like purple so um yeah. so obviously my logo is like purplish blue and whatnot and um so when i was when it came to creating the name so i i, I love greek mythology so we i was reading about it and i realized one of the things about Monet it basically resembles my date of birth my time of birth and everything so it's actually part of a moon that was um birth that same date same time same day Mm -hmm. so, so so when I came into the world this moon also came into the world so I was like oh my lord this is my name so yeah so then I said okay mom I'm gonna do this I, I want to name this company Mene and she was like what is this M-E-N-E Mini what kind of company calls Mini you know I was like no no mom, it's called Mene you pronounce it as M-E-N-A-Y she's like oh it sounds like money go, okay go register now go <laughs> that's it <laughs> Convince the Chinese so, mom, right? My mom approved yeah. it. She's like, oh, go, sounds like money. Go, go, register it now before someone takes it. Yeah, go, yeah. go. Yeah. 
yeah so it stuck with me and i i really like it and i like this you see we have this conversation if you don't like my face at least we'll talk about what is his name how do you yeah. pronounce it so it's a good conversational piece <laughs> it's a good it's a good icebreaker so yeah um, i know yeah, yeah so uh mini fashion uh that's what you started uh yes i read his custom made prom dresses and design costume for school plays yes um yes Tell, tell me more about that. Why, okay, why, so why I started money fashion direction? way before, um, way before I even uh, graduated because I was uh, working in when I was in Limcot Wing. I was working as an ambassador in Limcot Wing, so we had it's something like student council, but not really because we we are pretty much like the bridge between the the, the students and the marketing department. So, uh, so we work with the marketing department. So. So that's where I earn extra cash so I can buy my first DSLR camera and whatnot. Um, yeah, so uh, so then I decided to start making garment pieces for practice. And then event. so I have always enjoyed corsets because my mom told me, I've, so fashion pretty much my mom stemmed the fashion on me and my mom's sister, my auntie, taught me the basics of sewing. So, um, so she always said like, you know, corsets is not for men, it's for women. Yeah. Don't 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 get don't get misguided. So it's most important when you wear a corset, you have to be comfortable. Same thing with the bra and whatnot. You know, it has to be comfortable. So, so one of the things you show always grumbling was the corsets in these industries are so uncomfortable. It's not designed for us. So and so so for me it was I was always tricking and tre- trying to figure out how to uh, design proper corsets. So that's what. So I was testing different cuttings and different designs. So I would do this for extra money when people ask for prom dresses for uh, evening gowns. I would do that. Yeah. So that was like my extra income while I practiced making dresses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then even after I graduated <clears throat> and I was working, I would still have this custom make. Of uh, our services on the side, so if anybody wants for weddings and and one of the things is because I'm also I'm Chinese and in, I mix Chinese and Indian, right? So I've always loved saris, but I never understood why because the sari box are so short. Sometimes you have like little spare tires coming out, and you know, I mean, like you don't want to start <laughs> covering it, and it's and you have such a beautiful cloth all around you. Why do you have to worry about that extra thing? So, so I was trying to figure out how to design sari blouses that would start, you know, trimming the waist and then at least you're comfortable so you don't have to keep tugging on your saris to hide. So, so that's what I did and, and it eventually became like like a collection over and over again. Nice. Okay, yeah, great, yeah. great. So finally you can uh, <laughs> uh, live your passion, right, that you had. Uh, yeah. Do your own things, be your own boss. Uh, yes. while this is for sure also not uh, not not simple not easy um but yeah. besides the the fashion then later and uh, 2018 you add another company also many consulting, consulting. this time <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And, and there you move more into the marketing part so it looks like yes. everything that you did in the past now comes together only two yeah. companies one more into fashion one more into uh marketing Yes, marketing and PR. So then I started Money Consulting. So that's pretty much um, focusing on PR, marketing, and business activation. So it's like a trifecta plan for any new startups or any new business if they need services. Um, yeah, so so that's pretty much all the experience I have down the years of doing marketing for companies and whatnot. <laughs> so I'm pretty much doing for other companies. Now I'm doing it for myself to help other companies. Uh, yeah. So it's also something I really enjoy. So it just works very well. 
I, mm-hmm. I thank the marketing director. His name is Adi. So Adi, if it wasn't for Adi, I wouldn't be here today, to be honest. <laughs> I wouldn't nice. be able to dwell into marketing and PR. Wow, yeah. beautiful. So how, how do you fit the two companies under uh, mm. one umbrella? Like, uh, how, how do you... Uh, well, I mean, I that? always had this dream. I, uh, I, I, I have this conversation with my friend. Um, we were also classmates when we were in uni days. It's that, you know, fashion feeds your soul, but it doesn't really fill up your pocket. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is that, is that yeah, the case? Is that true? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe because I choose a very different way of seeing fashion. So, yeah. Um, I, I, like I told you, because I grew up with a mom who was very practical, right? So if you're going to design, don't design for women can only walk in the catwalk. You have to design for all of us. And if you can't do that, then don't design. You're not doing any of us justice. You're just making everybody feel more conscious about their body. And please don't make us feel more con- more insecure anymore. Don't contribute to this. And I'm like, all right. So, <laughs> so, 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 uh, so for me, it was uh, then, you know, for me, it was drilled into me that fashion had to be practical. It had to work for everyday women. And so that's what happened. So, so that's what happened when I came up with Monet Fashion. And it was all about, all about if I could custom make to fit your fit so you don't feel uncomfortable, uh, finding the right fabrics. And, you know, eventually, right now, I'm trying to reduce waste. So I'm looking for fabrics that are recycled. So, you know, things like that. Um, but uh, my end dream is basically to create Monet as like an umbrella company where you have a fashion brand, a consulting firm, and a lifestyle. Okay. So, so that would be my dream. <laughs> lifestyle is the <laughs> next yeah. thing to come then. Yes, yes, yeah. I mean, lifestyle meaning not the glam side of things. I, I, I don't know. Um, I, like I was briefly, you know, before we started this, we were talking about how, you know, the pandemic has really made me and my husband personally realize that we need to live more in the present. Yeah. Uh, I think we, we get so distracted or we were so focused on chasing the dream and, you know, just chasing whatever we were, we were hustling. We were constantly hustling, right. Uh, to, 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 because there, we always had an end game, get by, by 35, we have to do this. And then by 40, we have to do this. And, and by 45, we need to retire. Tom, done. You know, so we had all these plans, right. And you know that then you know then you have your your what is, what was it like your bucket list you have to travel and you do all these things so we had all these plans and when the pandemic came it just stopped us dead in our tracks right mm-hmm. and 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 at that time I I just had a newborn baby so yeah. for me it was uh and then my husband said I I need to go online I have to go to work so how, how are you going to manage the baby and run the business I said then I'm like. I remember my favorite time, I'll wing it. <laughs> I'll figure it out. I'll wing it. You know, mm-hmm. you just go and do your meetings, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, so, um, but, the, but going through that, that, that year, that whole, you know, 2020, uh, you know, 2019, 2020, now 2021, um, what made me realize is I have to constantly live in the present. So I need to stop and take a breather. Uh, if I make a mistake, I need to be empathetic. I need to be kinder to myself. So then we, we reassess what were our priorities. So we removed a lot of things that we don't need. And then we just work with what we have. And we just roll from here. So that's the same thing when it came to, if I eventually were to continue my dream with Monet Lifestyle, it was to be a more socially, uh, socially conscious lifestyle. Meaning whatever we do, uh, we remember that to be present. So um, most of the time we say, oh, we don't have enough. We don't have enough. And I realize actually we have 
a lot to share if we mm. consider to take a break and look at what we have. So, so that's what we are trying to do. And I'm hope, hopefully, you know, one day I can create that whole synergy with money lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so doing MCO, like I was telling you, I already have so much on my plate. I don't know why I think we can do it. I had conversation with really close girlfriends and we had things to, we were planning and had to stop because of the pandemic. And we decided to start a company called 3R, Revive, Refit, Renew. And uh, that is basically a socially conscious company. Wow. Okay. 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 <laughs> yeah, That's great. Yeah. To, to, uh, is, is that like the first time you announced that new idea or the new company coming? Uh, yeah, we, we, I mean, I don't announce it in like in open, but basically this is, this is what I, we are, we have done, <laughs> it's you know, kind we of started open, it. huh? it's kind yeah, of now open it's now. open, now it's open. Yeah. So <laughs> me and two other partners, two ladies, yeah. Amazing ladies. Um, yeah, we were so, we're such different women, very different women in different phase of our life. And it's amazing how we came together and decided to like, you know what, you know, we, we talk about doing something, doing something and, you know, now the pandemic has stopped us from doing so. Are we going to stop? and not do anything mm-hmm. and wait mm-hmm. until it's over or what? It doesn't look like it's going to be over anytime soon, right? So we're yeah, like, yes. Yeah. So, so let's just do it. Just do it. Launch it. Register the company. Go online. Do something and kickstart it. And, and, and yeah, that's, that's, oh. what, that's basically what we did. We just, just do it. That was our motto, I think, in 2020. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> okay, you cannot use, you cannot use this. I cannot use that. that, that yeah, I'm of from Nike, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's still it's still a good uh, thing to to yeah. do. I mean, yeah. Um, exactly. uh, often we see that right. There's too much discussion, too much preparation, right? Instead of mm. just uh, doing it and see how uh, what is the outcome and uh, what we can do from it. So I I, I really like that. Uh, yeah, and it's great to. See. I mean, we didn't aimlessly just do it. I'm mean, <laughs> just just jump into it. We had we had plans and we mm-hmm. knew what were our talents and. The three of us kind of complement each other. So we knew what we can and cannot do. And also the other reason why we didn't want to announce what we were doing was um, we ourselves want to start off small and try small projects and see whether it works. And we also want to evaluate and you know do case studies later for ourselves, like a post-mortem, what we have done, what we could do better. Can we, mm-hmm. can we duplicate it? Can we multiply this and whatnot? So from then until today, we are very happy to say that all these mini projects we have done thus far has shined some light on some of these women yeah. that we have worked with. So obviously right now we are working with a lot of women, but uh, because the three of us are women, yeah. uh, but you know, <laughs> yeah, but anyway, eventually we are hoping to connect with other, other, but right now I think what will happen is a lot of these women organizations are more attracted to what we are doing. So we, we get offers from them and we are very very thankful in that they gave us the confidence to run programs for them so that's what we do so the three of us are actually uh, HRDF certified trainers so we run a lot of these kind of programs for them depending on what the organization needs from us then we duplicate the program we create it for them and see how it works with the ladies they work with yeah Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Another another great initiative. Uh, uh, you have done so many, uh, and I'm sure there's uh, many more to come. Um, I I'm, I'm convinced by that. Um, the time is running fast. I uh, oh, wow. <laughs> I probably had a lot more question on this, but uh, I uh, um, well, I would like to thank you first of all for uh, sharing your experience uh, and, and your journey also, and above all. Um, like thank you also 
um, for for all that you do in in this uh, CSR uh, area. Yes. Uh, please don't uh, forget to uh, not throw your bras. I think that's uh, important. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I mean, like, I mean, um, that is one of the. I mean, the one of the most active. Uh, program right now i mean yeah. the ones that i've done thus far that's why But, yeah, i wanted I mean, to mention it please, again it's yeah, important yeah, yeah. Uh, we will figure yeah. out how to communicate where where to bring or where to um uh, bring back um these bras so they do a really good cause um feel free to reach out to anusha connect with her um yes. to support her on all these projects i think it's yes. an important one uh anything yeah, I think else it's important i think it's important for us to just see what we can do For for our you know our community right and we don't have to do big we can start small and I remember earlier on I was telling you one of the things that I learned from my parents were she just threw me this little women book you know you know so one of the things during Christmas even though they have so much food they they don't have so much they already have very little they still have they they will still have enough to share so that's the same take I do with the CSR programs or any of the uh, initiative that we do. So for, for us right now, it's the same thing. So if I were to start any program, what we do is the core is right now, from now, 2021, 10 years from now, is to create any programs that don't create waste anymore. You know, and instead of it just being sustainable, we should actually try to create an economy that's circular. So if we can, we can actually start doing business plans with zero waste. So that is my end game at the end of the day, to see how we can use tech and this business system and create zero waste for the next 10 years. Awesome. Beautiful. Yeah. I'll leave it yeah. as uh, the last words uh, for today. Thank you so much, uh, Anusha, for your time. I know you're so busy doing all this stuff. So I really appreciate it. <laughs> thank you time. for having me, Patrick. Thank you. Thank <laughs> sure. you. Thing. Thanks a lot. And uh, thanks uh, to the audience for watching, listening to this episode. I hope you liked it. Don't forget to uh, reach out to Anusha to support her initiatives. And then I see you next time for another episode of Pat's Chat. Right. Thanks. Have a Bye. great day. <laughs>